0: This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora, I'm Ian Turner. Welcome to Garden of Sound, sponsored by The Nephilist, alcohol-free drinks that stir you. If you want to find out a bit more about The Nephilist, you can head to the Banks Peninsula Festival tomorrow or you can visit thenephilist.com. Today's guests are the Christchurch foursome known as Bad Llamas. Made up of members from the UK and New Zealand, Bad Llamas got together in 2018 to share their love of guitar-based melodic rock and maybe just record a song or two. Featured spots at local venues has led to quite a following and the recording of their first EP, What Even Is Bad Llamas? With a planned adventure away from Christchurch on the cards, things are looking pretty. But, if the big time did come beckoning, would Bad Llamas be able to grab that opportunity with both feet? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Bad Llamas on Plains FM 96.9. And a very good afternoon to you gentlemen. Uh, I currently have with me Andy, Jimmy and Sam... Bad Lamas. Uh, we're missing Ed at the moment. Um, Andy, uh, what do you do in the band?
1: I'm the um, one of the two guitarists. One, and of I the sing d- also. Okay, that's yep. good. And play bass on one.
0: Jimmy,
2: uh, I'm the bass player, but I also play keys. And here, uh, Andy he plays bass when I play keys. Usually. Oh, okay. So it's
0: a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, we
2: swap around. Ah, yeah. well, that's yeah. nice. It's fluid. Yeah,
3: bass player is like the my main role. No.
0: Fluid. Okay, that's a, a good way. And Sam, what's your what's your claim to fame with Bad Llamas?
3: I am the other guitar player and singer, and do also play bass on one song.
0: <laughs> okay, so we Passing all want bass on. We all want a little bit of bass. Um, Andy, I just want to kick off. Tell me about your first memory of music as a as a little person.
1: Um, well, I played. I was not playing guitar about thirteen, I think. Um, it was um, trying to learn the song A Horse With No Name by America. Mm-hmm. It's these two really easy chords. It's an E minor, I think it's like D something. Mm-hmm. But you, you move your finger a fraction. You move one string, I think yep. you move one. Two. And that is my first memory of picking up guitar and, and having that sensation of, make, of making some sort of...
0: Was there nothing before that in the home? Was it was it no. silence, deathly silence? Deathly silence, yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Of, uh, no, in terms of me playing music, that is absolutely yeah. my... That, that was... That was it. Yeah. What
0: about it? Hearing it and it seeping into your consciousness. Oh yeah,
1: certainly. Parents. Um, tra- Captain Beefheart, Beefheart was I think one of their key influences. Um, Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. was in the house at all times, really. And Crowded House. Okay, that's
0: key. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's important. And then yeah. you found yourself in New Zealand because you're originally from Warrington. That's true. Yes. How probably. did you get? How did you get over here?
1: Uh, Plane. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was. He's here all week. <laughs> When did you move to New Zealand? Uh, about 18 months uh, ago. Okay. Oh, not long, not at, long all. at all. Wow. Maybe uh, maybe it's approaching 2 years, I think. We're okay. A couple of
0: months off. All right. Well, we'll get to the we'll, we'll get to the history and find out why yeah. you picked up that guitar. Jimmy, what about yourself? What about home around um, Christchurch? At least when did you first hear music that you can remember?
2: Well, uh, my dad's a singer and guitar player. So he was actually playing music to me while I was in my mother's womb, but my first musical m- Memory that really stands out was um, going to a country club, and I got up to sing a song, and I didn't know the lyrics, so I just made it up. And I want a block of chocolate. And <laughs> you think I'll be a singer, but I'm um, still can't sing. <laughs> We're
0: talking sort of well-to-do and golf, as opposed to country and western. Uh,
2: it was like kind of like Garth Brooksy oh, country so stuff. So actual country. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fantastic. So oh, I'm I'm like,
2: yeah, I grew up around country music, but my mum listened to like more nineties stuff, so I got a bit more influenced by that, that sort of stuff a bit later on.
0: Would but, I be wrong in saying little Billy Ray Cyrus in there somewhere? Um, I think Boots. I remember
2: dancing like to that, but I, I never went out of <laughs> my way to, to,
0: system listen system. to listen to it. <laughs> <And> <laughs> How old were you when you did oh, this thing?
2: I must have been like four or five or something. <laughs> oh, like, it was God. quite it young. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Do you remember what kind of chocolate it was?
2: Yeah, it was white chocolate, and it seemed like huge. When I was that <laughs> that size,
3: <like>. small <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sam, tell me about sort of growing up music again.
2: Uh,
3: the UK. That's right. That's right. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Birmingham. Birmingham. Birmingham, Birmingham. Um, I'm not able to do a very good Birmingham accent though. Apparently, who can? <laughs> well, yeah, that's no. very true. Who can? My, I was speaking to Andy earlier, actually talking about that. We think our generation are the generation. Of divorced parents, <clears throat> which leads me on to the story that my mum and dad split up. And when I, my dad lived two hours away from my mum, and he would have this comp, two compilation tapes it, on it. They were like, you recorded them from a CD, and it's like rock volume one, one, two, three, and four. And he was just listening to them. It was a two hour journey every other weekend, there and back. So it just sunk into you know, so much so when you hear a song that you know when the next song is going to be played. And then when you hear it later in life, when you're out on the radio, you expect the next song to play straight after it. So that was that. So
0: so does that evoke some kind of (coughs) feelings when you hear those particular tracks? Uh, Keep it lights on. (laughs) Um,
3: I mean, I enjoy that music. It's probably an easy way to get a kid to like a certain type of music. Put them in a car for a couple of hours, I guess. (laughs) Just have that on constantly. Um, So
0: when was the first time that you realised that you had musical aptitude?
3: Um well probably about the same time as Andy said actually about 13 mm-hmm. started playing the guitar around the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But you probably don't know if you have it straight away idea cuz no one mm. starts playing guitar well, do they? <laughs> yeah. So, that's true. Yeah, maybe about then.
0: Okay, Andy, so what made you pick up the guitar?
1: Um my my dad had a guitar um I could play about five chords on it. Um but he bought my brother a guitar, my older brother and so there was the then an instant and an uh, uncontrolled desire to have a guitar myself always or my order without it yeah and he was the I, cool one <laughs> no Chance? I? no chance yeah no but um i they both had guitars then and i and i really wanted one uh, and so my dad in a quite uncharacteristic move went out and bought me a guitar uh, a brunswick from a, a street in manchester um, which is the same um shop incidentally that Noel Gallagher got his first guitar. Wow. That's quite cool, isn't it? Johnny Roadhouse Music on Oxford Road. What's your favourite? Oh, yeah. I, I you we know? yeah. that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a quality place. What's yeah. your favourite Oasis track? Ooh. Oh, all spot. around the world. All around <laughs> the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've I, got, obviously, Oasis for a a big part of anyone growing up anyone in Manchester Oasis probably in the is UK in as well, the UK absolutely that time our generation everyone loved Oasis yeah
0: what about you Jimmy Oasis for you yes no maybe
2: uh, yeah so um, obviously I heard of it when I was younger but I got into Oasis like more in my early 20s and stuff like that mm. but um, I don't don't really have a favorite song of theirs, I guess. Like, mm. I think it'll probably Live Forever is like... Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's but just a, such a classic and yeah. so great lyrics.
0: What made yeah. you pick up an instrument?
2: Um, I, like, just had guitars and that lying around the house. But um, the reason I picked up the bass was kind of like a, you know, the classic story someone being a guitar player <laughs> and a band a bass player. So I stood up and, you know, started learning bass and... Didn't regret it because I actually really enjoyed it and I was a much better bass player than a guitar player. But uh, Do you have any bass idols? Um, I like uh, John Paul Jones just because I play keys as well and he's like, such an awesome keys and yep. organ player and mm-hmm. an amazing bass player. and So he was a big influence, but Paul McCartney would be my favourite bass player.
0: Sam, I want to talk about school. Did you form any bands when you were a no, teenager?
3: not at school. So I only started a lot of when you... Oh, If I say GCSE, it's fine. It's it's a thing. It's a study. It's a way kids do it. um, Exams. Before they're 16. To judge you, basically, as a young person. To judge you. Yeah. So, by the the lot of people that do music, GCSE, when you're about 14, 15, they're normally people that have been doing music all right for a while. And I literally only started a year ago. So, I wasn't very good at
0: school. Was it the theory or was it the actual music side?
3: Uh, Theory, definitely not very good. Full of enthusiasm yeah. Can you read Music <laughs> No Normal No <laughs> No nah, yeah. um, No, I can't read music at all I don't think any of us can Actually can we Can you read music
2: uh, I know like Face And every Boy does it Fudge will, like, yeah. And I can Something Full like that, that. <laughs> Fudge <laughs> Every good boy deserves fudge and uh, or, 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 or fruit. Fruit, that's the you one. Know, get yeah. your five a day. Um, I can see like the dots when they're going up and all that, and you can. I can of, see the dots, and you can see it. Work, you're working out like. But I, think, I'm not like really fluent. Like I would, I'll have to sit there and it'll take me a long time to work out a song. Do you think
0: it has hampered you in what you're doing at the moment, not being able to? I th- personally
3: think it's better because I my I've played in bands with people that can read music and they're great musicians and other people. But I feel that they are restricted by, oh, you can't do that because that's not within that key. Whereas when you've not ever had that, you've it's a complete blank canvas, mm. and I feel like you can just Ignorances. Not, yeah, this. influence, and it's like you just trial and error, you know.
0: If you weren't going to be musicians, <clears throat> what would it have been, Andy? What would you have gone off to? Well,
1: my true passion is vascular stenography. <laughs> that's why vascular
0: do, stenography.
1: <laughs> no, well. well I think we, we all have jobs. jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, don't get me wrong, if I could do music for a reasonable living, I, I probably would. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I find, well, most of us find well, what we do. We have, enough, we have a good amount of time to, to throw quite a lot of energy into, into music. Which is good.
0: Was there a point when you said to yourself, oh, maybe I'm not going to be world famous, or is that still going to happen? In your minds,
1: well, I think you know, we're slightly, slightly older and and wiser, and probably realists to some degree. Yeah, but you yeah. know, if you know, we we write good songs, and and I think we're a good band So If there became a chance to do it as a profession, I'd, I'd absolutely do it. Jump but um, yeah, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head then, mm. haven't you? Really, yeah. <laughs> but it's we're not we're not. We're not expecting We're not it. pouring all our eggs into this yep. musical basket. We know we're, we're not just. Not living in a one room flat. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, we're, yep. we're living our lives. We've all got other stuff going on yeah. as well. But this is. We're passionate about it and we yeah. put a lot of energy into brings it. brings you great joy. Mm, yeah.
0: Um, it is time for some music. Um, at this point, I do ask about influences. Mm. Um, and we haven't really sort of talked about the kind of music you play, but the artists that you've talked about have sort of given me an. Bit of an idea, at least there's a bit of sort of a Led Zeppelin crossover, and we've got some, some rock going on as well. So, um, what do you reckon? Influence? I know we talked about Oasis. Anyone like that? You reckon we could put a song you, out from?
3: Yeah, I don't think, again you couldn't get away from not being, uh, being in the UK without Oasis, but mm. I think just because you know that, that you want to try and not be too obviously yeah, Oasis because really, there's yeah. a lot of bands from the from, you're probably aware of that you've played with, or like mm. you know, locally, yep. that are like Oasis ripoffs, mm-hmm. um, which is not a bad thing at all, but you know, I guess any musician strives to try and be
0: a little bit original, don't they?
1: So, what are we going to play? Yeah, we did we decide on Mindset on You by uh, George Harrison. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Now, we were talking before the interview, there is another artist, I didn't realise it's a cover. Who was the original artist? The original artist was James Ray in
3: 1963, uh-huh. which I also would advise you all to go and listen to because it's a brilliant version of the song.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, let's have about 30 seconds or so of that now. Different, yeah. obviously. Um, uh, Jimmy, what do you like about Mindset on You?
2: I was in a cover band and we used to play it, and um, I used to always get people on the dance floor. So I, I just, I mean, I'm a big
3: George Harrison fan as well.
2: Do you think
0: part of that was the music video? Well, there's two, wasn't oh, there? Was there's two oh, music videos. Yeah. Yeah, two. There's,
3: you want <laughs> about the one where he backflipped off the chair? That's, I think well, he, was, he was thrown a
1: guitar at one yeah, point. Yeah, I remember that's, that. That's the winner,
3: isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. So, that's good. <laughs> Uh, it's just a catchy number, isn't it? It is. It's, yeah. All right, let's put it on.
4: I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. Got my mind set on you. Set on you. But it's gonna take money. <laughs> It's gonna take time A whole lot of precious time It's gonna take patience and time mm, to, do it, to 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 do it right child I got my mind set on you I got my mind set on you I got my mind set on you I got my mind set and this time I know it's real The feeling that I feel I know if I put my mind to it I know that I really can do it I got my mind set
0: This is the Garden of Sound interview with Bad Llamas on Plains FM 96.9. I want to talk about first gigs that you've been to, and I'll start with you, Sam. First gig as a young person that maybe parents or you saved up to get along to. What was that? Do you remember? Fifteen. I went to V-Fest. Ah, okay. Um, in, where's the, the northern V-Fest? Staffordshire.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. in Staffordshire. 15. Okay, who was headlining? A couple, a two-day festival, one day? Two two day festival, yeah. but I think it's three nights. Yep. Uh Pixies were headlining one. I Ooh. can't remember who was headlining the other night. Um yeah. So was it the Pixies that you wanted to get along to see or were their other acts? Or was it just the experience just of the event? Um, mates were going and it was kind of like, oh, let's go with mates.
0: Were you um so you weren't chaperoned at that, no, at that age? No, no chaperone, no. So your parents quite trusting, I guess, or uh yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah,
3: I agree. I guess they are, yeah. So, what was your highlight of the festival? Pink was pretty good. Pink really rocks it live. Pink. Solid. She,
1: Did she come out on the. Um, she gets suspended a lot, doesn't she? She day, didn't then. She well.
3: played the drums for like a couple of songs as well while mm. singing. She. She's like, a good drummer, Pink. I'm um, good enough to play and sing some of her songs. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But she was uh, yeah, very rocky, it's like very festival feel. Um, I remember because I was really looking forward to seeing Jet play. But they had a bereavement reason, so they pulled out the venue, and Embrace um, played instead of them. Any so
1: big numbers from Embrace? Uh, Ashes is a brilliant yeah. tune. It's, it's very, very non-offensive, soft rock, yeah. isn't it? Uh, yeah. uh, gravity. Toe tapper. It? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, check out the Bespoke Spotify playlist on Bad Llamas page. You can get there at gardenofsound.nz forward slash bad hyphen llamas. Remember, two L's in llamas. Jimmy... Uh, What was the first gig you got along to?
2: Uh, The first one was not really my choice. It was uh, New Year's 1999. Okay. It was was Dave Dobbin at Hagley Park. It could be worse. (laughs) What's your favourite Dave number? Oh, I don't really have one, to be honest. Maybe loyal. He's an institution. Of
0: course, it would have to be loyal, wouldn't it? uh, But first. um, One that you wanted to get along to. What oh, I saw been...
2: Silverchair when I was like a teenager, Fantastic. and I really,
0: really liked that. And yep.
2: they're broken up now, so, and I don't think they'll get back together. So no. I was fortunate enough to see that. But probably my favorite one was seeing Soundgarden, which was also really amazing. Fond. Where was that? Uh, it was in Auckland. It was uh, for Westfest, so um, it was like with Judas Priest and Faith No More and a um, wow. bunch of other bands. But yeah, I was. Um, that was a really good show. I really enjoyed it.
0: What's your uh, what was your sort of standout track from Soundgarden?
2: Uh they closed with uh, "Rusty Cage," and uh, that's such a great great track. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, How
0: was Chris's voice?
2: Um, it was pretty good. I think it was like the last show on the tour, though. So he did sound a little bit worn out, but it was still like a really good quality show. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he sings pretty
0: pretty high and stuff like that, yeah. so you can't yeah. blame him. Indeed, mm. um, Andy.
1: What about you? What about your uh, your 30. first gig experience? My first proper gig was we were trying to steer away from Oasis, but it was Oasis. <laughs> take it that! Was, well, there you take, go. Take that! I won't believe No, it was um, it was it was Oasis in Manchester at the City Manchester Stadium, and it was. Okay. How long had they been a band at this point? Oh, this was actually in the towards the second the latter, latter half of their uh, career. Actually, yep. it was. Um, uh I don't believe the truth is Yes It was that Layla Was that one oh, yeah, of their that's it. tracks yeah, It was that too. So it was actually Lila Lila yeah Lyla, Sorry Different, so different artist late. I think it was 2004 Or something like that um, So um, how
0: long has Bad, bad Lama's been a thing A year years? and a bit A year
1: and a half yeah, Definitely year a year and
3: a half A year and a half Two years
0: Which is Just over the amount of time That you've been Yeah We, we got Zealand.
1: together a month or so we got in a big way and we, we got, got to Tinder b- <laughs> no Grindr. <it's> grinder yeah. <laughs> we got to um oh a couple of months after I've been here yeah. sam was in a band which unfortunately disbanded cuz people band was that from.
3: a very local band called Invasive Species we played like some folky folky stuff okay here, with a fiddle and a flute
0: Indeed, yep. it's important with a yep. fiddle and a, fiddle and and a flute and a song in your heart. Exactly. There that. you go. Um, how did you? Um, so, how did you guys meet up? Well, was it sort of like Brits abroad or something. Yeah,
1: like that? yeah. We have a mutual friend in in, in the UK. Yep. Um, and he and we'd met twice before. Yeah. <gasps> um, in the UK, various things. And at that chap's wedding, uh-huh. and um, I saw Sam was in a band and was messaging before I moved here. Yeah. Because I was obviously immediately because I left a band in the UK. Yeah. Obviously, when I moved here, I was looking for. Some music to get into. Yep, yep. And so the timing was quite convenient. I was looking for love. And yeah.
0: then how did how did you come into the picture, Jimmy?
2: Uh, I was um, just in a, another band, but we weren't gigging that much. So um, I wanted to join another band just to keep me keep myself busy. And I think we um, did. We meet on like a NZ, like, yeah, NZ band. Yeah, NZ so, band. Um, I think yeah. I Sam might have messaged me. Mm-hmm. Um. And he sent me a couple of demos, mm-hmm. and I thought uh, um, both songs actually are on the first EP. And yeah, um, yeah I really enjoyed them. So I uh, I met them at Beatbox. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was a little bit nervous, so I yeah. almost didn't meet up, but I'm glad I did. As, <laughs> as you, you have do. Did you have a yeah. cold? Oh, I was sick. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> that's good.
0: And where does um, where does Ed fit into uh, the picture? How
3: did you How did you meet him? Local friends as a drummer uh, you know when you meet with another muso it's like oh we should jam sometime yeah let's get together and, and do it ed was actually also in the aforementioned
0: invasive species ah, band as well. So. okay makes sense now yeah so um in all of that time um so how many gigs do you guys you reckon you play together as bad llamas seven. many lots yeah. seven, do you think? A little exact number
1: yeah. I, yeah, a bit nice, yeah yeah i don't think it's quite time but uh,
0: what sort of venues have you guys played
1: I played the dark room. That was mm-hmm. a that was a real good one. Uh, we played at the Rolling Stone on Columbus Street mm-hmm. uh, a few times. They've been quite supportive, actually. Mm-hmm. We played at one of their Battle of the Bands. That was the first the bandemonium. Bandemonium. Yeah, we played it, and um, so yeah, they've been quite supportive in giving us. Uh, and I imagine everything's
0: like gone swimmingly for you on stage. No, no major hiccups, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy.
2: Oh uh, well, yeah, we have a problem of uh, speeding up. Ah, yeah. yeah
0: well but the i think it doesn't
2: yeah yeah but we, we we just get a little bit too excited yeah. and yeah. like it just naturally happens yeah so yeah. that's one of the things we're working on at yeah. the moment but yeah that's our um, project no we haven't had any like bad hiccups we or anything no, no I, um and we've had some really good gigs i was um doing a gig and i was had this really weird sort of shirt on and <laughs> another band was playing and i were wearing all weird shirts and the so people thought I was part of that band for some reason, but I was part of this one.
1: <laughs> I don't remember this shirt. Oh, was it hidden by was a Was Rolling Rolling Stone or something? Uh, yeah,
3: it was. It was the pandemonium gig.
1: Was, was it? it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like
2: the <laughs> they had like shirt. Hawaiian shirts, and I had like a kind of a flowery shirt, there. So yeah. I kind of looked like I was part of that band. So, <laughs> is
0: there any discussion pre-gigs with you guys? I mean, have you got have you got an image? Do you say okay, let's ascribe to this? Oh. People, you know we're all black or we're all white or we're I don't
1: know no we don't really consult before so we have unsuccessfully tried yeah.
3: yeah yeah. I think people come for the banter I think as well as the music <laughs> don't know really as evidenced by
1: this <laughs> that's, that's, that's another uh, area we're working on <laughs> is, it, is it is it music or is it comedy <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't really have a look as mm. such yeah well, wear a new shirt yeah yeah, yeah that's pretty much we talked about
0: um if the opportunities came along to, to do this properly and get paid well for it. Um you would. What would you um what would you say to a younger version of yourself, Sam, at this this point in time? Anything that you would have done differently?
3: Like music related. Anything.
0: Know, but... Wouldn't have gotten in that car that night.
3: Uh don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. I hope it's not too cliche, but I think you can look back and worry a bit too much about things then most of the time I tend to be
0: all right. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think the best music advice I was was ever given was it, it's, it's getting over that first step to perform live because obviously you play in your bedroom. And, and I had to play it in sort of smaller bands at school, but then getting up to sing a song at an open mic by yourself. And um, the advice I was given by my mum's husband and stepdad was um, you'll never probably feel ready to do it. Because it's a big step, and you, you can't sit there practicing until you've absolutely perfected it. You're going to be nervous, and you're going to be a bit crap the first time you play. And you, but you just got to sort of dive in and do it. Uh, and I, to have had that advice earlier would have been good. I think. I think I would have taken more chances, and a bit less, been a bit less conservative.
3: When did you first do an open mic? Sorry. That
1: that was actually was so I didn't do that until I just left uni. That so was 2010.
0: Uh, and how did that first performance go down? I,
1: uh, it was. I was very nervous, but I l- absolutely loved it.
0: Was it original material or covers? Uh, I
1: played. I think I played one of my own songs, and I played um, probably months on You by George Harrison. That was mm. a, yeah, it was a go-to cover. Yep. Um, yeah, and it, it was like three songs, two or three songs, at a, a tiny little pub in Warrington with about four people watching. But it yeah. was, it was a, it's a, a buzz you get when you play live. Absolutely. It's, um, it's fairly addictive.
0: Yeah. Yep. Jimmy, what about you? Anything you'd to look back on?
1: Uh,
2: I guess I'd tell my youngest stuff to learn like multiple instruments because you just make yourself a bit more valuable in a band and stuff like that. Um, you know, like there's not too many like piano players in that and yeah. bands and Christchurch and stuff like that. So like that kind of, mm. I wish I got into that when I was a bit younger because I'd probably be a lot better than what I am now.
0: Yeah.
1: But, mm.
2: That is it. I think You're you still will. pretty good, mate. <laughs> I've only been playing for three years, though. So, so if I
1: got into it when I was, like, yeah. 20, that would yep. be, like, t- 10 years now. So. Yeah. Mm. I think you often think or wish I do that I'd started an instrument earlier at yeah. a very young age, before 13, like, yeah. Mm. Five. Could, yeah. five. Yeah, five. Because you'd be incredible. You'd be over it by yeah. now, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, It is time for some music, uh, and I do ask, uh, what's a favourite track? And we do sort of like to get a, uh, a shared offering from the... Um, from the group it's been it's been very UK focused funnily enough um, any song artist track you would care to offer the band that didn't break America
1: that's ah, it ah okay Absolutely. the Kinks yeah the Kinks yeah
0: okay so um, so what are
1: we what are we going to hear I well, think 9-1? we're going for a Sunny Afternoon okay great <laughs>
5: sunny afternoon And I can't sail my yacht He's taken everything I got All I've got this sunny afternoon Save me, save me Save me from live so pleasantly live this life of luxury blazing on a sunny afternoon in the
4: summertime in the summertime
5: in the summertime my I'm gone back to Hermann Park Telling tales of drunkenness and cruelty Now I'm sitting here Sipping at my ice-cold beer Blazing on the sunny afternoon
0: Garden of Sound interview with Bad Llamas on Plains FM 96.9 Right, it's competition time or winner time more appropriately the Banks Peninsula Festival is happening at Orton Bradley Park tomorrow and we had a pair of tickets to give away. The draw has been done and the winner is Sam Lewis Bambury from Christchurch Congratulations Sam it's going to be a fantastic day <music> This is the Garden of Sound interview with Bad Llamas on Plains FM 96.9. Uh, this is a point to talk about um, the EP. Now, it was released uh, last year about November or, or thereabouts. Four tracks on the EP? Yep. Okay. Tell me about the songwriting process specifically for the EP. For these, Were there more songs that didn't quite make the cut? We so, are. Many songs yeah. are songs. Um, so many we are Good. songs. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay, so they're sitting in a drawer somewhere, or is that for the, the next release? Dropbox, yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, they're on Dropbox, yeah. We, we've, well, we we play, our set list is what, like, is it 10, is it 12? We've probably got about like an hour and, mm. and a half set yeah. List uh-huh. we yeah, Yeah, and then we've got about 10 songs in that are being written or finished now, and then on top of that, me, Sam, and Jimmy as well probably have got loads and loads of Demos ideas. On our own. ideas. Yeah. So, so th- songs are coming back and faster. Where
0: where does it come from? Is there sort of one originator, or do you all have a have a go?
1: Put your hand in. I think Sam's the main driver. Sam writes most of them. Okay. Um so what is it, lyrics first, or um, is it some cordage? Either way, you know, like
3: i I really enjoy talking about like some writing, so this is quite a fun subject for me. <laughs> we spend most a lot of time just talking about it. Mm. Um yeah. And like, sometimes it's like a melody, like I would just be walking along or riding my bike and a melody will come in your head and I'm just like, have to keep singing it on the way home because I commute to my work by a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like just playing some chords. It's like, oh, that sounds good. And I, I've done it every way, you know. Or sometimes we just sit down to try and write something and at the same time, sing a melody and words or there's a subjective, you know. But... We, like when we first started, Andy and I started like jamming with a couple of mm. acoustics and the first track, uh, Confused and Losing, that was just like, it's just a, the verse is just a quite a simple riff and I, I had this little guitar riff that I wanted Andy to play over the top because I'm technologically not very <laughs> advanced, <laughs> so I was like, technologically, <laughs> technical. <laughs> technical, Um so, I just wanted to hear what it sounded like. And then yeah. that just quickly, very quickly turned yeah. into a song, didn't it? It
1: seems the best songs just sort of um, write themselves almost. Mm-hmm. You know, they start with an I think Riesling is a good example of that. Um, so, that started with a riff that I wrote and then played it um, just in the background, and Sam so said, play it again. And then that very, very quickly turned into a full song. Where
0: do you finish the picture, Jimmy? When do you sort of slip in?
1: So the, these guys do most of the writing,
2: but uh, we, we've got one song. It's not on the EP, but it was a, a three-way uh, collaboration. And uh, we actually played it last night at practice mm. and um, a bunch of kids started dancing to it like, <laughs> yeah, on and the fence next, next to us. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, that was a good sign. A very <laughs> yeah. Us called Daydreamer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, that was one where um, I think I brought m- uh, most of the music... And then there's like a chorus bit that Sam, Sam came up with the chords and then Andy and Sam both wrote the lyrics to it. Mm-hmm. And it, so it was like a most... Mm. Quite a nice joint collaboration. Yep. Yeah, that it's was... It's very satisfying when you get a song
1: that several people have contributed a significant amount mm. to. It's mm-hmm. quite browsing. And I think it's, it's quite cool. Mm. Yeah, like I think it's, a, it's really cool and I'm hoping to do
2: more of that in the future.
0: <laughs> Take me through the recording of it at least. Where was uh, the EP recorded? One place, many places? A couple of places. Was mm-hmm. it. Yeah,
1: it was at our practice room. Um, I think we recorded the bass there. Mm-hmm. It's a bit echoey. So we, oh, we recorded the drums at Beatbox. yeah yep. because they have nice anechoic rooms. And yes, they sound, this sounds really nice. And, yep. Um, and then we recorded the vocals and guitars in Sam's and Ed's house. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, Sam, um Ed did mic'd it up and did the production. Yeah, and the recording,
0: uh, and you and share a rehearsal space with pieces of Molly. Is yeah. that that's correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. How does right. how does that work in terms of you say, well, "Can I have Tuesday night? Can I have a Wednesday night?" Or I mean, just share gear or what's the?
2: Uh, yeah. So they they practice Mondays and Wednesdays, and mm-hmm. then um we're Tuesdays and Thursdays. But yeah, they they let us use their PA and yep. um, yeah, um, yeah, they're pretty pretty Thank relaxed sort of, of dudes and all that. Yeah. So it
3: just works works well.
0: Great. Okay, it's time to hear something off the EP. Uh, what track? Should we listen to
3: track one? Mm-hmm. Confused and losing.
0: Okay. Um, Anything from anyone that we should be listening out for? Any favourite moment of the song? Any chord progression or change? I
1: like because I play a ridiculously overdriven guitar solo on it. I like the key change during the guitar solo. Uh-huh. <laughs> the guitar
3: solo is very nice. To listen no, to. no but
1: <laughs> that wasn't me drawing attention to the guitar solo. I like the. I just like the key change in the guitar solo. bit. Sounds like you've got a box of chocolates in front of you like
0: I particularly like this (laughs) one. obviously Jimmy's gone for the white
1: chocolate but okay, Confused and
0: Losing. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Bad Llamas on Planes FM ninety six point nine. Uh, we just heard "Confused and Losing," killer track, um, lovely guitar solo. Thank you very much, Andy. So, what about plans to do some uh, to do some more? You've talked about the amount of material that you've got. What's what's the next step? Is it to, is it to get out and gig? I know you've got a gig on Saturday. What's the plan? You're going to do more? You're going to get around the country?
1: That that would be. Um, that would be quite cool. Uh, we we talked actually today about possibly playing in, in a different city. Yeah. Which would be nice. Okay. <laughs> so you haven't you haven't got
0: out on the road and sort of you're not even yet. down
1: to Dunedin to. No, you know? I think we 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 want a bit more content to start with. I think we we do quite want to record some of our other tracks because we've got some more nice songs which I think it would be nice to have down. And it holds available the production line,
3: doesn't it? Well, we've got mm. these tracks that we haven't recorded with like halts writing new stuff which is you're
0: more excited about because these songs we haven't recorded are still quite like old for us aren't mm. they yeah yeah so why is that desire there when you do have the new stuff that you're more excited about why do you need to record the old stuff we think they're good songs yeah
3: and just want one thing i feel like if we get them down then we yeah. can move on to other mm. stuff
0: okay yeah. yeah sort of get them out of the collective consciousness and yeah, yeah. okay so
1: yeah and we were talking about this um practice yesterday, it's, it's just a really cool thing at this day and age. If you can get a song down, it's there essentially forever, and you know you've always got a record of, you know, if, if it doesn't go anywhere, you've always got a memory of that of that song and that that time in your life. And it's just and they're good songs, so we just we want them to be available to people.
0: So you've got an hour and a half of content that you can play live, but do you want more recorded material? Uh, do you think? It's essential to getting out on the road and doing stuff. I know a lot of bands that have gone out with only eight songs and you know only you know a couple of singles. Do you? Is it holding? Is that holding you back? I don't think.
3: I think we do it like it's like we do this for fun, don't we? Really? Yeah. And I think we enjoy making the songs, Mm. as opposed like what Andy said earlier in the show, is this. If we made it, that would be nice. Yeah. but we're not doing it to for that reason. Yeah. Right? where we're, which I guess that's like what a lot of touring musicians yep. do. Mm-hmm. So we, I think, I would agree with Andy that we want to just get that down so it's something that's there mm. f- forever yeah. or as long as the digital world exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too deep.
0: <laughs> um, and it's kind of interesting because at least um, half of the band has come from. Overseas, so maybe there isn't that desire to, to get out and travel and, and see the world. And a lot of bands have talked about, oh, yeah, it'd be great to get over to Australia. Yeah, it'd be good to sort of yeah. crack that market and, and that too kind old. of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So quite comfortable. But if we were in Dream World where uh, amazing things happen and good music was rewarded, then what would what would be the places um, that you'd like sort of bad llamas to go? What sort of festivals or... You know, what would be your cup of tea? Jimmy.
2: Uh, I mean, I'd like to play, like, does even, like, Hagley Park is like, a local thing. But I thought going to, like, Australia and playing some little bars over there would be pretty cool Mm. as well. Um, We've got a few, like, small sort of goals we want to do. Like, um, Mm. we're getting, like, some merchandise ready and all that, like, T-shirts and that. But we're also uh, considering making, like, a seven-inch vinyl as well, just to kind of have things to give to people at gigs and Mm -hmm. get us a bit more well-known. Yep. But, um yeah, like um, starting off small, I reckon, uh, yep. that's the way to go. What, like. about,
0: what about you guys? Any sort of festivals that you'd like to sort of get back to with your Kiwi band?
1: Yeah, mm. I, I I, don't think you can beat a summer UK festival. I don't think anywhere on, in the world does a festival. Is Glastonbury, the best festival in the world? I think it must be. Yeah. I think it must be. And uh, to, to play a um, reasonable-sized yep. festival just not to the UK but I just love festivals I love going to them and I, I love them even when we've I have previously played at smallish festivals they're just they're such fun gigs in mm. the daytime and obviously there are a few here in Christchurch that, that we've got our eye on as well um, yeah for, for 20. probably for next summer yep. I, I should imagine yeah um which would be really really um, cool to get involved with that is on the agenda isn't it absolutely yeah <laughs> get in yeah. touch
0: talking about recordings uh in such uh is there anyone out there in the in the production world any producers that you think could bring something amazing to bad llamas to your sound
1: i think uh, so far our our recording experience isn't isn't particularly extensive Wide. so uh, yeah so it would be it would be nice to um try out, you know I did a great job and we had a really good fun recording. That EP, mm-hmm. um, but I think all of us would like to try Is other, there, other um, producers as well.
0: Is there anything that you would do differently on or dif- when you go and you produce those songs that you've written? Anything you do differently? Because it sounded quite intensive, you know, sort Probably of tracking just, at all the different mm, locations.
3: Just more time for it, and like mm-hmm. not yeah. not that we, what we did was a massive rush job, but it was um, I think because it's our own time think we want to just it would have been nice in hindsight to have put more time to
1: it and not yeah. rush through it I, w- I would like to do it all and within complete it within a, a shorter space of time so do it over a weekend or yeah. a week when you've got the whole day to do it because we were actually doing bits here and there in our spare time and actually it, it led to there being long periods of time between uh, recording bits and I think the longer it goes, the probably worse Worse it gets. You can get into some momentum and get a feel for it when you're mm. in a sort of intense situation of recording a song yeah. over a day, yeah. for example. And I think the songs tend to come up better that way. But that's just a logistical thing.
0: <laughs> well, uh, if you want a bit of live Bad Llamas action, then wunderbar. That is uh, tomorrow night. You're playing with Honey Moth and Gear Loose. You're looking forward to the gig? Absolutely. Yeah, very yeah. much yeah. Sure. Yeah. And this is the first, first time you've played in the, the actual music mm. room. Yep. You've played out in the bar. That sounds crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, we um, set up next to the, the old piano in the bar and... Um, we just had like a snare drum we didn't have a kit yeah bass guitar and both guitars and um yeah we had a good reception like yeah. it was probably my most fun gig even it was <laughs> quite a small yeah. one it was quite intimate yeah and yeah uh, i don't yeah it's great we, we had to
1: sort of tone it down and go semi-acoustic cause we yeah yeah to, you know, uh, where and
0: where can small. you get tickets for the gig
1: um on the door on the door uh tickets on the door yeah. ten dollars on the door oh fantastic
0: yeah. bargain three yeah. bands
1: yeah. saturday
3: night quality bands wonderful yeah
0: guys you have uh, been fantastic to talk to Andy Jimmy Sam thank you so much Um, what are we going to hear what's our going out track
3: well we think we should uh, put out Ride a White
0: Swan by T-Rex why is is that why that song I think it's like it's not
3: very uh, I think it's a great rock song without being a rock song.
0: Yeah it's
2: really interesting lyrics and yeah. it's one that me and He's Sam a poet, Mark Bowen, really it? really liked like it was like a crossover so
0: yeah. Very chill.
2: Short and sweet. Yeah
0: yeah. Ride a white swan. Cheers guys. Thanks very much.
6: Like a bird in the sky, was we'll right. It all out like you were a U-word bird. Fly it all out like an eagle in the sunbeam. Right, it all out like you were a bird. Wear a tall hat like a druid in the old days. Wear a tall hat and a touch of gown. Ride a white swan that the people love a dream. Wear your head long, baby, you can't go wrong Catch a bright star and a place, it you on know, your forehead Say a few spells and baby, there you go Take a black cat and they sit you down your shoulder And in the morning you'll know all you love. Know. Uh, In the old days wear a tall hat and a tattered it down Ride a white swan like the people of a in Where you hang they become a rock
0: Okay, time for my track of the week, and a bit of diversity is always a good thing. It comes from Hasbeats and Malou off the six-track EP Blonde. This, with more than a passing resemblance to One Vogue, is high.
7: Just like we did last week, work's been heavy on me I'm thinking about a year ago and maybe two, three When you saw the best of me, everything it felt free Keep my coffee in my cup, and anyway, you and I both know that we never end up.
0: Thanks for being here today. My guests were Bad Llamas. You can catch them tomorrow night at the Wunderbar with Gear Loose and Honey Moth. $10 on the door. It'll be a great night. Head along to gardenofsound.nz and click on Bad Llamas Picture on the front page to check out a bespoke Spotify playlist of all the songs and artists we talked about today. All right, that's all for Garden of Sound, sponsored by The Nephilist, alcohol-free drinks that stir you. You can find out more about The Nephilist at thenephilist.com. Love to have you back next Friday. In the meantime, keep well, keep listening, and keep playing. Haere off.